The pickleball chicks are obsessed with America's fastest growing sport, pickleball. Get ready for on and off the court hot topics, lots of laughs, cocktails and champagne with your hosts, Annie and Rebecca. I'm Rebecca. I'm Annie. And, and we're, we're the Pickleball Chicks. Hey, Rebecca. So excited to welcome everyone to another Pickleball Chicks podcast yes. episode. Thanks for joining us. We love it. Love it. Love it. Yes, we do. So today, our drink of the day, Ron has outdone himself again. Way to go, Ron. The Pama Christmas cocktail. A very Pama Christmas cocktail. And man, is it good. So he will get do a tutorial at the end. So make sure you watch it because you're going to want it. You're going to want it. Absolutely. I'm Rob at Harbor Wine and Spirits in Mound, your pickleball chicks mixologist. This very Pama Christmas cocktail is for you. Enjoy. Happy holidays, Ron. Cheers. Cheers. The word of the day, due to our cool, cool special guest, Chris Hayworth, Known for his double hand backhand. Mm -hmm. It is, the word of the day is backhand. backhand. Oh, I love it. <laughs> this is so exciting. Should we get started with Chris? We should. Okay. Okay, everybody. We have a very special treat for you in this episode. Yep, we do. Oh my gosh. We are celebrating our one year anniversary with the one and only pickleball pro, Chris Hayward. Hi, guys. Cheers, Chris. Ooh, here we go. Here, here we go. go. Ready? This is for you, Chris. Here we go. A little bottle of I'm ready. And a little, little pop, pop. Ooh. Pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's just fill these glasses right up. Yes. Well, so we're here with Chris Hayward, and everybody knows him from his amazing double-handed backhand and his win last month against the number one pickleball player in the world, Ben Johns. And Chris, we were watching it. And man, you are just so fun to watch. And and that is how, when we met you at the Bubbly Tournament last year in Las Vegas, yes. I mean, we were attracted to you because, I mean, you were just so amazing. So we ended up meeting just because we were watching you play. And then we started connecting and, and you're just such a sweet, sweet human. So thank you for joining thank us. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, and that was actually my my first tournament that we met. So a year ago to this day was the first time I played a tournament and met you guys, and it's uh, all spiraled from there a little bit. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Well, we feel like we're just a tiny part of your your success with pickleball. Let's cheer to Chris Hayworth. Cheers! Cheers. And Woo. let's make sure when we are drinking and we hear mm. backhand, our word of the day, mm -hmm. we make sure we drink, Chris. I can do that. I can do oh, that. Gosh, it is so good to see you. It feels like we haven't seen you in quite some time. I know. And we're off to such a great start last year in Vegas. And your coach, Kelly, who we adore. Yes. Have you been we seeing her at all? She is also someone we met in Las Vegas uh, coaching. Yeah. You. So Kelly's kind of on the court with me every day. We do a lot of drills together and she's always kind of in my ear, giving me little pieces of advice and uh, she makes it to tournaments when she can. So yeah, she's definitely... A daily piece of my life right now. Aww. Is she playing actively as well? I mean, I've seen her in quite a few tournaments. Yeah, she plays. Um, she plays senior pro. Obviously, when she plays, um, she doesn't play a ton of tournaments anymore. She's kind of enjoying stepping into a different role and 
uh, coaching a little bit. So she'll she'll play from time to time. She played at nationals and some of the bigger tournaments, but not uh, yeah. not every tournament for sure. Well, cool. Okay. Yeah. So first of all, we want to ask. This is this is really intriguing. So Chris is a superstar singles player, and we saw him playing singles at the bubbly tournament. Mm. Um, he also plays mixed doubles and regular doubles. And so what we're, what we want to know, your favorite, I know is singles and, but what we wanted, oh, oh, oh so <laughs> wait, <laughs> are you changing your tune? Um, you know, obviously I've had the most success in singles and it's, it's definitely my best event right now. Um, but as far as practice and, you know, training, I'm training doubles more than anything and trying to get trying to get my doubles game up to the next level. And uh, I actually enjoy playing doubles more. I think it's more exciting. It's different. It's uh, a lot more strategy. Um, so I like it more probably, but but singles, wow. I've had a lot more success. So it's kind of 50-50. Well, Annie has wanted to play singles every once in a while. She'll mention that. And so we were going to ask you, what kind of tip would you give someone who usually plays doubles mm -hmm. and is going to go to singles once in a while what would be your secret tip to a successful singles match? Uh, you know, if one tip is probably still just to get up to the kitchen line. A lot of people, when they start to play singles, they think it's more baseline and you need to stay back and hit ground strokes. But, you know, the goal is still just like doubles. The goal is to get to the kitchen and control that line uh, and try to work the point with your volley. So probably just to get to the kitchen. Mm. I'm still blown away that you like doubles more. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, well i like the kitchen but i like the cocktail lounge a lot better <laughs> i don't know where that came from but i'm just hoping she sees you she's working on her she's working on her podcast skills yes and my it. backhand skills Oops, yeah just for a sip yep backhand. yep, yep. Mm -hmm. oh my goodness well, so we've talked some um, Annie and I about the mental game of pickleball because people just hop on the court. There's nothing really. There's, I mean, we've talked about warm ups and stuff. There's really not a lot of warm ups when we see people go on the court. And I don't think there's a lot of mental preparation going on either. Mm -hmm. And so we want to ask you um, you know, you came from tennis to pickleball and it's a fast game. You've come from yes. one, you know, it's, Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, just the, the quickness of the game, you know, mentally, that's what where I struggled coming into it. Uh, I'll let you finish your question. But um, that was the biggest transition for me was how quick the game is. So how does that affect you mentally? Uh, it's It was tough for me at first. And that's kind of where where I've overcome in the last few months. And I think I've gotten stronger, you know. At first, the games go so quick. So, you know, you can have a game where it's 11-9, so it's really close, but it was only, you know, 10, 11 minutes. Whereas in tennis, you know, even a set that's 6-0 is going to be at least 30, maybe 40 minutes. So, um, you know, every point is so important in pickleball, and that's what I struggled with at first. And I think I started to kind of embrace that a little bit and, uh, you know, take on every point as a challenge instead of being, like, nervous to lose a single point. Um, and that's helped me a lot, but yeah, it's just such a fast sport, which, you know, is great about it, but it's also what can make it a little mentally tough. Yes. Yeah. That's a good point. Now coming from tennis, would you say your endurance to play multiple games might have given you an advantage as well? 
Yeah, I mean, I've never felt um, super fatigued after a pickleball match. Even, like I said, you know, ones that are 11-9, and then if it goes three games, it's still max, like, 20, 30 minutes. So um, backing them up, like, if you play four or five in a day, obviously that can get tiring. But but after one match, I usually feel okay. Um, there's obviously some some different circumstances sometimes, but most of the time I'm okay with endurance. I just think it's so funny because when we first saw you play, I mean, it really looked effortless. Yes. And you were in the um, pro singles mm-hmm. um, uh, section. And I thought, God, look at it. It's just so effortless. And you're so tall. So everything <laughs> is really, it just looks good. Yes. Such command Thank of the you. court. Is what we noticed we were actually walking by your court because we were watching the MLP draft. Mm-hmm. And your play was so intriguing yeah. that we sat down. Yeah. And that's really how we ended up meeting yeah. you. And aren't we glad yeah. we did? Well, thank you. Yeah. Me so, as well. So we want to talk about your exciting win against Ben Johns, number one in the world. And it was so exciting to watch. We want you to kind of walk us through the day of nationals where it all happened a month ago. Okay. So, uh, it was actually raining that whole day. So, you know, at the beginning of the day, we weren't sure if we were going to play, if we were going to play on time, if it was going to be four hours delayed. You know, there was really a lot of unknowns. So um, I woke up that morning and kind of went through my normal routine. Uh, we were originally scheduled for 10. So mm-hmm. I was up at around 7 eating breakfast, heading to the courts around 8.30. Um, and we, we still hadn't heard anything. So we went through with all that. And then they told us that we we're actually going to play as scheduled. Um, at 10. So um, I think that kind of helped me because I didn't spend the whole morning thinking about the match. I was more thinking about like, you know, if we're going to play or what's going to happen, you know, kind of distracted my mind a little bit. Um, So then I just warmed up and then started right at 10 and things kind of all went my way and um, I was able to come out with a win there. It was, now what were the scores? What were the scores? Do you remember? Uh, It was 11-4, 11-4. Oh, four, right. four, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's say that, that went Only fast. because they're the same. <laughs> it did. We... Yeah, it was a pretty quick match. Should we say that one more time? 11-4 four. Four to 11-4. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. I mean, Chris, and and when is the last time that somebody beat Ben Johns in a match? Do you have do you know that? Um, you know, I looked after just from my own curiosity, he had lost maybe a month or two before, um, to Yates Johnson, who's a really good player, but, uh, I think maybe he lost maybe two or three times the whole year. Um, I know he didn't lose after that tournament. He won out the rest of the season. So it was definitely good to be able to get that win. Oh, well, and I have been looking you up online and you're here and you're there and you're yes. here. Yes. And who's Chris Hayworth? He's online. <laughs> yes, he, is. he is the pro to watch. You are the pro to watch. So now you're playing tournaments in PPA and APP. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. So Yeah. So I started playing full time. You know, I met you guys early in the year and I was kind of, uh, I think I played one tournament in February and one in March and one in May. And then I didn't play again until August. So um, I was kind of hit or miss, you know, I was still working full time. And uh, then in August, I decided to kind of go all in and, and commit to everything. So I played full time since then. Um, but I kind of just missed out on the 
you know, all the tour wars and, you know, whatever you want to call that. So that all happened kind of the week I started to decided to play full time. So I didn't get picked up by either either uh, tour, but, you know, I don't I think maybe it might work out for me in the long run. You know, I can play anything I can do PPA, APP, you know, whatever tournaments I want to do. So, you know, a little bit of unfortunate timing for me, but uh, it, it, hopefully it works out for the best in the long run. I see it working out. I Don't do you? Too. Everything changes so fast in the pickleball world that you could, yeah, I mean, you could be on ten different. Exactly. Tours. There's really no telling, you know, by June or of this year, there's really no telling what the pickleball world will look like. I mean, it's so true. Here we thought we were going to have a reunion in Vegas this year, and the tournament went away. Bom, bom, I know, bom. without a word either. I right. know. Yes. Yeah. Word to that. So, so, Chris, how did you? We've been talking about this. How did you? finish i mean we talked about sponsorships and stuff when we saw you in florida and how mm -hmm. did you uh come to find gearbox i know you were looking at so many different companies and it seems like a great fit how did you yeah it's a perfect fit for me um so when i was playing earlier in the year like i said i wasn't playing super consistently so um i actually in florida when i saw you that was my first ppa and i made the quarterfinals and i had a couple of good wins there um, but at the time I was still, you know, buying my own paddles, much less like getting paid to use them. So um, <laughs> I reached out to a few companies you were wearing after that. You football chick's hat. <laughs> yes, I was. Do you need a new one? Uh, so well, I reached out to a few people after that, um, just hoping to get free paddles, honestly, because, you know, I didn't, when you're playing at that level, you go through paddles pretty quickly. So um, I didn't want to have to be buying them every week or every couple of weeks. So that's what started my conversations with Gearbox and it's kind of grown from there um, into more of a partnership, but yeah, they've been great to me from the beginning, kind of before I had really even done, done anything in the sport. So how many paddles do you go through in a month? Uh, well, you know, Gearbox really does have the most durable paddles. I mean, they're kind of known for that. So I, I really don't go through that many now, um, especially with the new paddle that they released. It's kind of meant to last a long time. So you know, if I'm practicing, I'll use the same one the whole month without any problems. If I'm playing tournaments, I kind of like to go in with a new one every couple of tournaments if I can, you know, yeah. if they're willing to do that for me. But uh, yeah, practice the same one. Tournaments may be a new one every couple. Nice. That is nice. So what is this new paddle? Yeah. Uh, so they came out with two new paddles, the Gearbox Pro Power and the Gearbox Pro Control. And they've kind of... Uh, caused a little bit of controversy and a lot of people talking about them, but, uh, yeah. you know, it's great technology and I love it. And, you know, most people that use it, love it. So it's been what a good, good match. What was the controversy? I did see that in Instagram um, people were talking about it. You did see that or didn't? I did. Yeah. So I, I don't know any tech or any of the details about how paddles are made at all. I'm so oblivious to all that, but, uh, I guess how it's made, um, it just gives you a lot of power and it's like, way more power than any paddle you know has ever given before uh and i guess people just had a problem with that i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i should try that one yeah that is interesting how much you is that should. one weighing i wonder yeah what, what's the weight uh, they're that? they're both eight ounces okay yeah. i like eight i don't like over eight mm -hmm. a few that i've had over eight i notice she does she hmm. does notice yeah <laughs> well well that is cool it's a cool story I think I'm going to be interested in Gearbox. I wouldn't mind giving it a try. Yeah, it'd be fun to give that a try, especially for the power. I could use more power in my game in a light. Yeah, they're definitely like the most powerful paddles I've ever used. 
Really? Oh, that's so cool. Now, do you yeah. have particular colors you like to wear on the court to match your paddles, or how does that work for you? <laughs> <laughs> because we're I don't like know. <laughs> you know, I usually love wearing like neutral colors. I love gray and black and white, but that's not very. It's not a very exciting answer. Well, you so sometimes wearing... I'll throw in some red. Do you still wear your long sleeves under your tees? Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. What is the reason for I that? I went away for it in the summer. I wasn't wearing the long sleeve under the under the shirt. And uh, I was like, why? Well, I, I kind of was losing. I'm like, I got to do that again. <laughs> is it just a compression feel that you like? Yeah, it is. I, I like the, just the compression. Some people just wear the sleeves, but mine's actually like a full long sleeve, like compression shirt. And uh, yeah, I just kind of like the tightness of it. I don't know. I think that arm things are weird. Oh, you do? Where it's just the arm? Oh. Yeah. I think are weird. Well, Teach their own, I guess. <laughs> I don't know that I wear one. I don't wear one. Annie wants them. But no, I like the, Are you kidding? I want I want full head to toe compression. Yeah, I'm gonna I might get the little turtleneck compression shirts even. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, I like that nice. look. I do like that look. It's I'd be a cool look. Yes. Clean, classy. That's Chris. That's who you are. Well, Clean, we've classy. got a section in the black pickleball oh, chicks. Yes. Uh, long sleeve with the pickleball chicks down the back. Yes. I think that would look good on him. I think so too. I'll and I'm sure it. Gearbox would be it. fine with that. Sure <laughs> They'll make an exception. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we were thinking last year we knew you were working full time and now you know you're you're not. Um, how are you managing your training? I mean, that's gotta be that's gotta be 80% of your time, you know, and then yeah. your part-time tennis. And yeah. your family life. I mean, how do you, how does a person stay successful in all aspects of your oh, life? Yes. When, when you add something so big all of a sudden. Yeah. So the last few months have been interesting, just trying to find that balance. Um, you know, obviously I'm working towards the point where pickleball can be my full-time career and I'm getting closer and closer um, financially, but you know, I still am working for sure. And uh yeah, just finding the balance each day of like, I teach tennis lessons, so it's really pretty flexible and I can make my own schedule. So I'm lucky for that. Um, but it's finding the balance of how many hours to train and then, you know, being on court for tennis also, it kind of takes a wear on your body. So just being able to do like time management and scheduling tennis in the morning and then training in the afternoon or, you know, whatever works for that day. But it's been definitely a journey trying to do it. And so I, th I think I'm at a place now where, you know, I feel comfortable with everything. Well, that's great. And does it, do you feel like when, because you're on the tennis court all the time, do you ever have that weird wonky feeling when you go from a tennis racket and then the pickleball and just the change of speed? And yeah, it's funny you ask that because my grip in pickleball, I've built it up to the exact size as a tennis grip, which is a lot bigger than most people have a pickleball grip. It is weird going back and forth from tennis to pickleball, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, you cut out. You cut out halfway through that question. I was gonna try to piece it together, but can you repeat that? Let's all take a drink first. <laughs> first, back cheers. Oh yeah. Back cheers. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna piece together that question, but I would have had a wacky answer, I'm sure. <laughs> But I was going back and forth from like teaching lessons to practicing or teaching yeah. a pickleball lessons. So 
you know, the biggest change for me was not like the weight of the racket and the paddle or like the ball. It was kind of the grip because it's just what you're holding the whole time, obviously. So um, making the grip the same size was the easiest thing I could do. Um, so anyone that goes back and forth playing both, maybe try that. But um, ever since I did that, it's been kind of an easy transition. Oh, boy, that is so good to know. It is. There's a lot of people that we play with in Marco that play tennis in the morning and then we yeah. play people with them afterwards. And so... And it is, I do think that their game suffers a little bit. Mm -hmm. It seems yeah. like. It's Especially right at the beginning, you know, those first few pickleballs you hit, it's just a, a weird feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Now that's interesting. You know, speaking of grips, I always find that uh, the tips around the grip, as far as playing at the kitchen line or, you know, the back baseline or in Florida outside with the wind, I find myself kind of holding on a little bit tighter when it's really windy. Do you think that's a good idea? I'm just curious. Um, you know, grip pressure is a, a thing that a lot of people talk about, and I think a lot of people have different opinions. Definitely, you don't want to hold it too tight. Um, like if it's a scale of one to ten, your your grip pressure should probably be about a five. Um, someone should mm -hmm. be able to pull it out of your hand if they really, really wanted to. So you definitely want don't want to hold it too tight, too loose, if anything. I would say. I've I, dropped it a few times. You have? Yeah, at the kitchen. That line. means you're doing it right. It does? Oh. oh, can I drink to that? I'm drinking to that. <laughs> I've been trying to get my finger down. You know how some people will have their finger up to support the paddle? Yeah. Like on and your top hand or your bottom hand? My top. top hand. Top hand. Yeah. I hold my finger up on my back hand, and I think that, that gives me a oh, lot of control. Yeah. yeah. Backhand. Come. I was trying backhand. to get you guys with that one. I was going to see. Well, and we have to say Ron's drink. Yes. Delicious. Delicious. Boy. Absolutely delicious. And I, I love the pomegranates. I love pomegranates. Mm -hmm. So it is so nice. Double duty today. Yep. Well, that's the way Annie I likes love it. it. <laughs> okay. It's, so Christmas, it's Christmas, right? That's it right. Yes. So are you, what are you going to do for the holidays? Um, I'm lucky my whole family is in Oklahoma City where I live now. So I don't have to travel anywhere. I can kind of just go house to house and see everyone. So. I'll be local. Oh, that's nice. That is so that is nice. nice. And how about your New Year's Eve plans? Oh. That, I don't know. Mm. I still got to figure that one out. It's mm. coming up soon. It's coming it up soon, and it we is. need to make it special. I feel 2024 is the year of explosive growth. It actually is. I hope so. Mm -hmm. So when is your next tournament, Chris? Uh, my next tournament, my first one of 2024, is the PPA in Palm Springs. I think it's January 10th is the start date to that, 9th or 10th, but right mm -hmm. at the beginning of the year. And is there going to be a PPA in um, uh, Florida? I think there's a couple of them, isn't there? In the beginning? Yeah, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there is at least one. Um, I, there's an APP in Florida. I'll be playing the first APP in Florida also. That's the the following weekend. It's in Punta Gorda, Florida, which I think oh, is kind of a yes. Yeah. Yes, it so is. I'll be there the 16th, I think, 16th, 17th. Of January? Yes. Oh, yes. Well, maybe we can yeah. hit that one up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, we will, we should, should be there. We will, we be, will there. be there. Under the well, I'll see you there. Yes. I'll see you there. Well, maybe, maybe you need a place to stay and you should stay in Marco and just drive up to Punta Gorda. I would love that. Is it close? How far are you guys from there? Come with us. It's an hour and 20 minutes away from. Oh, that's from not Florida. bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Some friends of ours just moved there, so we know the drive well. Yep. We know right yeah. where the pickleplex is. Yep. 
and uh, maybe we should be your host host well, family. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah, let's talk about that seriously. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, now did he freeze? On that? <laughs> oh no, Chris! Take, take a screenshot. Chris, Chris. Shoot! <laughs> you should have seen your face. We're saying you should stand with us, and you're like. <laughs> it was good. It was really good. Like, are you kidding? That sounds scary. Yeah. That was perfect timing. So, so that actually that weekend is the weekend um that weekend could work, I guess is what I'm saying. Who would be coming with you? Is Kelly coming with? Uh, uh, Kelly, I'm not sure. I think she's going to Palm Springs with me, and I, I think she might be coming to that one. I'm not sure. I'll have to get with her. Maybe. I mean, if we stayed with you guys, I'm sure she would. Well, I think we should. I think we should make this happen. Yeah. I really do. That would oh be fun. My God. I mean, fun. we'll have to make sure that at the back end of the tournament, there's a little time to do a little celebrating. Yes, of course. Yes, we do. Okay, Chris, what is the weirdest thing? In your pickleball bag right now. Ooh. Um. Well, in my bag that I use for practice, I literally have nothing. It's literally a backpack, like a black backpack that has paddles and like a water bottle, which is probably weird that there's nothing in it. But actually, uh, bag that I take to tournaments, I don't know. I might have to go search through it. I know I have all my medals. Like once I get a, if I win a medal, which I've got to get a few, I just like stuff it in the bag and it stays there for <laughs> the remainder of its life. It never moves. So I've got <laughs> medals in there. You know what? That's what I'm gonna do too. I like that idea. I do too. <laughs> Your I bag's going to get awfully heavy in 2024. <laughs> yeah. oh, I hope so. I hope so. Oh, well, gosh. that will be exciting. I'd love to watch them. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Oh, goodness. So you should ask. A couple of good, fun questions. Okay, let's help our audience get to know you a little bit better. You know, it's no okay. secret again, you're one of our favorite guys. And so let's give them a little peek into your preferences. Brunch oh, yeah. or happy hour? Uh, Probably happy hour. I like to sleep in. Mm. Not a morning not. person. I like it. I like it. Uh, Starbucks or Chipotle? I mean, if it's a good day, I'll be having both. But uh, <laughs> I usually start my day. I get Starbucks more than Chipotle. Starbucks can be like a daily thing. Chipotle is like maybe once a week. You're just so fun, Chris. I, I just know. think you're great. I agree. Okay. Indoor outdoor. Yes. Indoor or outdoor pickleball? Indoor. Uh, so I actually never, this is weird. People think it's so strange, but I never practice outside. The only time oh, wow. I play pickleball outside is pretty much at a tournament or maybe like the day or two before. Um, yeah, it's just really? yeah, Oklahoma is the weather's not great here to play. Um, and in the months where the temperature is OK, it's just so windy. Mm -hmm. um, oh. So it's really you it's know. it's tough to get good practice. in when the wind I mean, it's like an average day is like 20 to 30 miles an hour. So wow. it's just tough to practice in that. It yeah. totally is. When I was in Marco last weekend, the winds were 20, 22 miles an hour. Yeah. And, and there's no protection right there. Exactly. So something. it really was tough to play. But that's when I started holding on to my paddle just a little harder because the wind yeah. was pushing so hard. And I thought maybe that would help. I don't know. But in any event. Yeah. Okay. So my question that I ask everybody, and I've actually asked you this once before, but I'm not going to say what you said because I'm sure you've forgotten. I'm just curious what you, how you'll answer now. Okay. So if you can play pickleball. Serena Williams. 
It didn't change. It didn't change. <laughs> you don't even have to finish. <laughs> now, this is going to be good. <laughs> we'll have to bring that clip in. <laughs> mm -hmm. If I could, if I could pick any anyone to do anything with breakfast, lunch, drinks, movie, pickleball, <laughs> same answer. Serena Williams. Well, have you met her? Have you ever met her? I've never met her. No. Well, we'll take care of that. <laughs> okay. Deal. I'll. I'm gonna remind you that. Know her. <laughs> well, you know, you know, we want to be your agent. I mean, <laughs> you no, know, you know, we believe if we in you. We can make that happen. The price oh, of man. is high, <laughs> and there's a lot of gold medals coming your way. <laughs> oh, Chris, you know it's been so lovely just to see you again. It was so fun. The times that we've enjoyed together, and cannot wait for 2024. And with the holiday season, one thing we want you to know is we are grateful to know you and we just wish you such a successful, prosperous, joyful, super prosperous, healthy, healthy, successful, yes, gold style, kind of gratitude. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about all the great things that are going to happen to you all day long. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Thank you. Oh, thank you for being our guest, Chris. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thank you guys so much. So as we go into the new year, we think you're fabulous. And we think that you will get how many golds this year? Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, that's a really good idea. Let's see. You could be playing two tournaments every month. How many tournaments are you playing through the year? Um, I hope to play like 18, but it's just like, like I said earlier, there's just so much... You just never know what can happen. So yeah, my goal is two a month and then maybe like three a month in the summer months. So we'll see. Let's say 24. Yeah. Let's, you know what? Let's write it down and put it in our. Yes. We're going to write down our. Um, oh, what's it called when you say what you think is going to happen? Resolution. Uh, no. Um... Oh, no. That's, 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 that's like a hope. <laughs> I thought I was onto something there. Thing where you think you say what you think is going to happen. This is my projection, like a projection for the year. We're going to write down what we think we're going to happen. We're going to put it away like everybody does at Thanksgiving, and then we're going to bring it out a year later, like a time capsule. Okay. Yeah. Time capsule. Yeah. Okay. And so we will have you back on. Well, hopefully, we'll have lots and lots and lots of you on our Instagram so people can stay current with all of your goings on and. Yeah, pickleball fun. But we will in one year take a look at our projections. Mm -hmm. I know my number. I feel my number. Okay. It's like solid gold. Oh, yeah, have you ever heard of 24 karat gold? Yeah. <laughs> Annie has. I, I couldn't help it. <laughs> you said 24. And then I'm thinking 24 karat gold. And I'm like, I think we can make this. We I, could. I think the three of us can make this happen. And you know, I've got I one mean, more. I would not be upset if that was the if that was the case. <laughs> I've got one more thing. I know we're backtracking, but everybody always asks when you talk to the pros, what is their one little tip for getting ready for a game? What is your one thing that you always do that makes a difference? If it's mental, uh, physical, stretching, whatever that is, a machine that you use, whatever, is there one thing that you go, it's a go-to, otherwise you're screwed? Not necessarily one thing that I do like every time. Just for me, like, and I'm a pretty like calm person overall. And I like to be, you know, pretty relaxed. So 
just whatever state I can be in that's like the most relaxed, whether it's listening to music or just, you know, doing nothing, sitting off by myself. I usually like to kind of go off by myself a little bit as much as I can at a tournament, um, you know, the 10 or 15 minutes before I play just to kind of get get in the right mindset and, you know, just stay relaxed. Nice. Are you pumping yourself up when you're doing it or are you visualizing or what are you doing in that quiet time? Not before. I try not to pump myself up before a match. Um, I know some people do that and that works for them. But for me, like if I can go in just, you know, like I said, as calm as I can be, you know, just with certain goals, but, you know, not trying to get overly excited or overly down, just like try to stay as level as I can. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. We should try that. <laughs> I don't always do it. Sometimes I get too down on myself. But jam. yeah, we like a little salt and pepper. A little, I know. I don't know. No, whatever works. It does work. Well, that's yeah. true. Be fun to compare. Well, again, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Happy New Year. Yeah, you as well. And your family. Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you, Chris. Yes. Say hi to Kelly. And I will. And I will. you know who else? Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rebecca, Chris, what a great guest. Oh, man. You know what? One of our faves. One of our Absolutely. faves. Absolutely. Double backhander. And Chris Hayworth, everybody. He is one to follow and watch. You can find him at chrishayworth.pv on Instagram. And truly, he is someone that we found discovered i think we should be his agent i do, <laughs> I do. because he is going to the top yeah and it's going to be fast as we've seen absolutely so we're going to play a fun game we want you to guess how many gold medals you think chris will win Ooh. in the year 2024 i love it follow us for updates stay in tune and at the end of 2024 We'll tell you who's the winner. Yes, we will. And what will we give away? Something special. We can't reveal mm -hmm. it yet. Stay tuned. Follow, right. save, share, <laughs> come back for more. <laughs> Enjoy the Pickleball Chicks team. Come on. Absolutely. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Today we are doing a very Pama Christmas cocktail. We're going to start with some Kettle One Citron Vodka making a double batch so you typically would use one ounce of this in your cocktail our pama premium pomegranate based liqueur it's got a little tequila for the alcohol content excellent healthy for you as we all know pomegranates are and we are going to take two ounces of this so in a double batch it calls for four three ounces of lemonade i like the simply brand it's fresh and we have this on our shelf. Real raspberry infused syrup. Tasty stuff. One ounce of that. Before we shake this up, we're gonna add some Fresnay sparkling Prosecco. Pink, of course, because it's pretty. And for pickleball chicks. About two ounces of that in the bottom of your glass. Shake it up. Add a few festive pomegranate for garnish. An official pickleball chick straw. Pickleball chicks, this Pama 
Christmas cocktail is for you. Enjoy. Today's podcast was sponsored by Harbour Wine and Spirits, Kettle One Vodka, Palmer and Freshness. Thank you to Ron, our fabulous pickleball chicks mixologist. Thanks so much for joining the chicks and special guest, the one and only pickleball pro, Chris Hayworth. Be sure to comment with your guests for how many wins Chris will have in 2024. Follow Chris at chrishayworth.pb on Instagram and be sure to cheer him on to victory. And find the chicks, Annie and Rebecca, the chicks at Pickleball Chicks with an X. Chicks. How about now? Bring me the next shiny new thing. Bring me the next shiny new thing. Bring me the next shiny new thing. Get you could do there. <laughs> <laughs>